Welcome to r slash Entitled Parents, where an entitled dad threatens to murder OP's boyfriend. Our next Reddit post is from BootySnacks.com. My black father called me a mixed-race woman, a bid witch? Bid winch? I don't know what this word is. For having a white boyfriend, and he threatened to kill him multiple times. A bid winch is a black woman who dates white people, often accused of seeking privileges. Oh, I found my biological father while I was in foster care. He's from the Caribbean and I grew up in Hawaii. My mom is American, but she's a whole other can of beans. I would talk to him over WhatsApp and he would talk to me. He didn't raise me, so this is like an issue of entitlement over my dating habits. He also expressed other opinions about how I should live my life, like eating pork is evil and disliking the fact that I'm surrounded by evil Asians and whites all the time. You know, normal dad things. I was 17 when my father found me, and he expected me to be completely in line with his culture and expectations. This would be like an American soldier finding their long-lost baby in the Philippines and discovering, oh my god, they don't worship George Washington and eat hamburgers all the time, and then being mad about it. At the time, he would send me money, which I appreciated because my foster parents would take all the money they received from the government and only treated the Filipino foster child with any sense of care or love. If it's not obvious, my foster parents were Filipino. Me and the other non-Filipino foster kids were left to fend for ourselves. We had a roof over our head and some food, but that was the extent of them caring for us. We would have to buy our supplies for school, pay for laundry, find a way to get clothes, toiletries, etc. They were also openly racist. My foster parents eventually lost their license. Anyhow, while talking to my father, it was revealed that he was a raging narcissist, just like my mother. He'd tell grandiose tales about himself, how everyone loves him, and how I need to go back to the Caribbean ASAP to go back to my culture. And he would say that I'm a black Caribbean girl. He would go on and on about culture, how I need to go back to my culture, how I'm a pure black woman, and I need to go back to my culture. Whenever I said that I was mixed race, he said that I had American cultural confusion. He was pretty racist against practically everyone who wasn't specifically exactly like him. Meanwhile, he wants to choose my husband, who, of course, has to be pure black, dark-skinned, and has dreadlocks like him. The audacity to think that he has the right to select a husband for his estranged daughter who grew up in the socially progressive Hawaii, shaking my head. At the time, I started dating this white guy who I thought was cute and we hit it off. It turns out that we share a lot in common. Fast forward, and my father kind of finds out because I casually mention him, and I feel like I'm lying by withholding information so I come clean. My father threatened to fly to Hawaii and kill my boyfriend. He called me a nasty Americanized bedwinch and a sellout. He said that no one trusts black children with white fathers, and that race mixing is American degeneracy along with feminism and homosexuality. He disowned me and stopped talking to me. Not without a bunch of threats, calling me a dumb white girl, an American with no culture, and a sellout. So, yeah, my dad is great. I'm just dumbfounded by this man. He has me with a white woman and gets mad that when I'm raised by her, I don't share his cultural ideas and I see myself as mixed? What? Man, I don't understand racists. If you're racist, why would you want to have intercourse? 
and a baby with someone that isn't inside your own race. It doesn't make any sense. It's like, ooh, you're not of my race. I hate people like that. Anyways, do you want to go passionately hug? Anyways, OP, it sounds like you're better off without him. Because in addition to being a racist nutjob, he also found out that he has a daughter and just, what, doesn't care? He just chats with you over the phone? Okay, how about you fly your ass across the country, pick up your daughter, and raise her yourself? Nah, it's okay. She's in foster care. I'm sure that she's in good hands. Our next Reddit post is from Indy. It's a regular Thursday night at the ER. We have the usual revolving door of patients coming in for a busted eardrum, medication referral, and a few ambulances coming in with patients from a nearby old folks home. Most of the time, we can have you in and out within one and a half hours on a good night. I don't know what was in the air on this particular night, but things were running smoothly. It was just after midnight when a mother and her young daughter walk up to the registrar. This mama comes in and she wants us to take a look at her daughter. The registrar, who's just barely out of high school, inputs her into our medical system and has the patient fill out basic demographic information needed for a patient to be seen. Our lovely registrar is seen on the monitor to get up and come to the back to ask a question. The registrar asks, Hey, do we have a victim's advocate on staff tonight? I say, no, why? Well, this mom out here is claiming that her daughter has been sexually assaulted and she would like to be evaluated. I say, well, we can do the evaluation, but there's no advocate unless I call the authorities. The registrar, Nicole, says a quick thanks and heads out to the front. She registers this little girl, approximately 11 years old, into the system to be seen. We go to the triage room, call them in, and start to do the preliminary evaluation and then get them settled in bid 4. Once settled in, my medical assistant comes to me and gives me that one look. You know the look, that the mother is crazy. I get up and go to their room. I greet the mother and her 11-year-old daughter, and then I ask them what they're here for. My daughter has been sexually assaulted. I want her to get all the testing. Mom, the girl pleads. We weren't doing anything. Can we just go home? Hush up! She hisses at her daughter. Will this take very long? I need to get some rest before work tomorrow. Well, ma'am, I can do any testing or treatment needed. The testing times may vary. However, I will have to speak privately to your daughter and obtain her permission to run some of those tests because they're very invasive. (gasps) What do you mean? I'm her mother? She will give you permission. She will get the testing done. I look at the young girl and I begin explaining our basic treatment. So, for a sexual assault, we would need to run a pregnancy test, a urinalysis, a drug test, and then swab your private area to rule out any STDs. Then, we would give you such and such medication to ward off pregnancy and STD transmission. After all is said and done, if requested, we would contact the cops to have them come in and assist in filing a report. I glance over at the mom, who's absorbed in her cell phone. So, would you want or be able to pee for me? Then, I reach for one of our urine collection cups and attempt to hand it to her. The young girl is embarrassed and probably wants to hide under a rock. Why? Let's just get this over with. Sweetie, is this not something that you want to do? Would you like to talk about it? Yes, she will do it. Now get on with the tests. The mother spits out at me and her daughter. Why don't you tell me what happened? I ask the daughter. I caught my daughter at her friend's party. The Karen waves her pointer finger at me. 
There were boys there with drinks and drugs. You're turning into a real little hussy. Well, I will not let that boy who touched my daughter get away with it. Tyler did no such thing, and it was soda, not alcohol. Mom, can we please just go home? The girl is pleading to her mother and nearly in tears. You will get the test done, the mama yells at her child. Mom, can we please just go home? You can't get pregnant or drugged just from talking, please. The girl is pleading to her mother, and I'm just standing there with my medical assistant next to me by the closed curtains, stunned and in a frozen state. You will get that goddamn test done now, she yells. We didn't do anything. Why do I have to get a test? The girl is pleading and she begins to cry. You will get that damn test done, even if it means I hold you down while they do it, she yells and the girl begins to cry. I say, now, ma'am, I cannot and will not force your daughter to do anything against her will. What are you saying? You won't have to force her. I will. What? Are you not going to treat my daughter? That's not what I'm saying, ma'am. I said that your daughter has a right to choose on whether or not she wants to participate in treatment. I will not force this child, no matter how old she is, to any test that she doesn't want. I understand this may be upsetting for you. We were all young and stupid once, but... I said test my daughter now! At this point, she is beat red in the face, huffing and puffing. I'm sorry, ma'am, but at this point, I'm going to have to ask you to leave, or I'm going to call security and have you removed. I will not be able to assist or help you this evening. With that, I turn, walk out, close the curtain behind me, and walk back to the nurse's station. I place a quick call to our security team. The mom comes out from around the curtain standing in the hallway, screaming at some poor soul on her phone. She's blabbing about how she's going to sue the entire hospital because we refused to care for her poor baby who was just sexually assaulted by some hoodlum. The security guard came out of the station. I point in her direction and they head over and escort her out. I haven't seen or heard from them since. As a precaution, I did call Child Protective Services and have a welfare check done on the young girl. I hope she's okay. Down in the comments, we have this story from Stardust in my heart. When I had my first sexual encounter with a boy, my mother tried to have her GYN do an exam on me to check if I was still a virgin. This man looked me right in the eye and said, I won't touch you if you say no. My mother was furious, but I will forever be grateful to that doctor. Our next Reddit post is from Don't Call Me Doll. I work at a car dealership as a receptionist, and one of my duties is to greet customers when they enter. I'm a professional artist on the side, and I've been busy with some commissions lately, so since it's not busy at the dealer, I started working on my iPad Mini. It's old, and I'm working on upgrading it, but I currently can't afford to, so I live with it despite the battery life being really short, and I have to basically keep it plugged in at all times. During my lunch, I was in the waiting area doing work, when a kid, a little girl no older than four, came up and watched me work. This happens a lot when I draw in public, and usually the kids just ask a lot of questions, but this nice girl was really quiet and just had a look of amazement, so I just let her be. Her mother, the entitled mother in this story, was nearby at a salesman's desk working on purchasing a new car, which is a long and no doubt boring process. The salesman working with her walked away, which at my dealership they do very often to retrieve paperwork, talk to sales finance managers, etc. She looks over at me and her kid and asks her, What are you looking at? 
Her kid points at my screen and says, She's painting puppies! I was working on Twitch emotes of a streamer's dog. I sort of show my screen to the entitled mother, and she then asks her kid if she wants to draw, and the girl excitedly says yes. I expected entitled mother to pull out a paper and pencil, or at least ask if I could get some for her too, but instead, she just looked at me expectantly. When I realized that she was waiting for me to hand her my iPad, I said, oh, she can't use mine, but I can get her a notepad and pens, but apparently that wasn't good enough. She sighs and says, just let her draw for a little bit, I'm almost done here anyway, which I knew for a fact wasn't true. They were waiting on bank approval for a loan, which can take anywhere between 5 to 30 minutes, and even then, they'll be here longer for finance paperwork, detailing, etc. I start to explain that this is part of my work, and she scoffs, saying that I'm just doodling puppies and it was selfish that I wouldn't let nice girl doodle on my device too. The poor little girl was just staring at her hands, looking quite embarrassed. I then pretended that my lunch was over and got up to spend the rest of my lunch at my desk. I couldn't see her from where I moved to, but I could hear her grumble to her girl about who knows what. Whatever, I pretended like I didn't hear it so that I wouldn't mess up the sale for my coworker. Sometime later, nature calls and I got up to use the restroom. I left the iPad on my seat so it would stay plugged in and I put a notepad over it to cover it up somehow. I was in the restroom no longer than three minutes, but when I got back, only my charger remained. My iPad and Apple Pencil were gone! I looked over at the entitled mother, who had her large purse suspiciously in her lap now instead of on the floor beside her chair like it was before. I was panicking because a lot of my work was on that iPad that I needed. I went to my sales manager and told him the situation. He told me that he would take care of it, but to be patient for now. I went back to my desk full of anxiety and my stomach doing backflips. The sales manager went to the desk where the entitled mother was working out the deal. They're far enough away that I can hear their voices, but not pinpoint what they're saying. But I did hear her eventually yell, How dare you? I would never steal. Do you want to lose this sale? I immediately got up and went over behind the lady, so the sales manager could see me, but the entitled mother couldn't. He tells her that he understands, but my iPad went missing, and he wants to make sure that no one currently in the building has it. That's when I remembered the Find My feature on all Apple products. My iPad was connected to the dealer's Wi-Fi, so I pulled out my iPhone and pressed the play sound for my iPad. Her purse started dinging. She tried to play it off like it was her ringtone, but the sales manager stared at her, waiting for her to answer the phone. The thing is, with the play sound feature, if I keep pressing it, it'll keep pinging. I made my presence known and told her to give my iPad back. That's when she stopped playing dumb and said, Just let nice girl have it. Her birthday is coming up and I can't afford a present for her since I'm getting this car. My sales manager said that he was happy to cancel this deal so she could instead buy a birthday present for her child and to return my iPad or he would call the police. She practically threw my iPad at me where it hit me in the gut and took her nice girl from the waiting area to leave. The poor child looked at me with the most apologetic look on her face before leaving with her mother. My sales manager might have helped me, but he's not exactly the nicest person. From now on, I'm not allowed to bring my iPad to the dealership. I have to either leave it in my car or leave it at home. Whatever. 
The entitled mother took my Apple pencil with her since she left in a hurry, so I'm going to stop by the Apple store after work to get a new one. But until then, I'm stuck with my pens and notepad. Yo, that sucks, OP. You should go to the cops because an Apple pencil's like a hundred bucks or something. It's nuts. That was our slash entitled parents. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.